cool. Welcome, everybody. This is uh, BC. We're doing another episode here of Supreme Being, the podcast. Uh, I don't know where you're tuning in from, whether it's a podcast platform, YouTube. I welcome you. First and foremost, as always, this podcast is sponsored by my real estate team, teambcsold.com. If you guys need anything real estate, go there. We'll either take care of you personally or we will connect you with the right people to help you. Number two, if you're affiliated with real estate in any shape or form, any way, shape or form, make sure that you message me if you would like to associate yourself with my team, be a part of my team. Go to partnerwithteambc.com to check out that opportunity. And lastly, if you're not a part of my Modern Success Program, um, I can't say enough about it. It's really a beautiful community. It's blossomed. It keeps growing and getting better. We have our next live event, um, February 29th and March 1st in Las Vegas, which is for members only. I highly recommend you get on it. The link is everywhere on my Instagram, Facebook, BrianCasella.com, YouTube. I mean, you can find it everywhere, okay? No contracts and it's affordable for everybody. All right, let's start. So in this particular episode, I wanted to, for a few minutes, um, talk a little bit about communication because uh, I still see people having a lot of issues with communication and um, I want to go over some stuff as a reminder, some things that people do incorrect and then some tips because you know the, the farther I climb up the ladder of what I consider success, uh, what other people consider success or you know whatever you want to call it, right? I realize as I ascend that ladder, communication the understanding of it and the execution of it, whether for yourself and with other people, now becomes increasingly more important. And this is key, I want everybody to understand this. It becomes increasingly more important the higher up you go. Have you guys ever seen two powerful people, three or four or five powerful people interact with each other? There's a level of respect and admiration and there's so many things going on communication-wise that you never see happen with the average person, okay? So as you ascend that ladder, that's one thing to remember, okay? So let's backtrack now, and let's go into some fundamentals and some things that you need to keep in mind, all right? First mistake I see people make, and also a tip that I can give you, okay? Oh, man, and I see this all the time with people. When you approach somebody, when you in, interact with somebody when you start a conversation, right? Whether somebody starts it with you, but especially if you start it with them, the first check and analysis you need to make and compute in your mind is where is this person at right now? Where are they at? Are they apathetic? Are they depressed? Are they super excited? Are they super happy? Are they super sad? Right? Check first. That's the first mistake I see people make. Let me give you some examples. You go to a club, energy's high, frequency's high, people are jumping around, dancing to the music, energy is up. The worst mistake you can do is approach somebody and, and speak like this, hey guys, what's up? You're out. You're not meeting them where they're at. Let's flip it. Let's say you meet with somebody and they're a little upset, angry, and, and, and you come in excited, that's off you're immediately going to violate and they're not going to want to talk to you and that communication is going to be very difficult, awkward, and they're probably going to cuss you out or something, there's going to be a disharmony there. How about another one? Someone lets out a sigh and they're just kind of like whatever, you know, they're like, oh man, I've had a long day. Again, if you come in excited, if you come in angry, that's off. You're not meeting them where they're at. And that's a huge mistake I see people make because they'll study and learn techniques 
Like, oh, I'm going to say this language pattern. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say, I'm going to have good eye contact, which is all good. But then they miss that fundamental aspect, which is meeting somebody where they're at. That's more of an emotional thing. That's more of a subconscious thing. Of course, it's body language, but you sense that as a human being. How do I know this? Well, all of you have sensed it. You've been out in public, somebody approaches you, and you can feel their vibe and their energy. If someone's super nervous, you can tell, and you feel it. It makes you nervous. Okay? How many of you have ever been door knocked, or you door knock yourself? You feel the energy right away. If somebody's super angry, you feel it. You can see it. There's manifestations of it. If someone seems off, like you feel like someone walks into a store and you can just look at them and you're like, man, that dude's about to like shoot somebody, kill somebody, something's off. Like again, you see it and you feel it. So there's all these indicators, right? And people uh, mistake that. Same thing like when you call a customer service line or somebody calls a customer service line and you're pissed. Man, what the fuck? This thing isn't working. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, sir. We apologize. And you're like, dude, you want to like, reach through the phone and grab them by the throat because they're not meeting you where they're at. This is a huge tip for a lot of, especially the salespeople who follow me. You're calling or uh, prospecting customers that sometimes are a little bit upset or angry or off, right? They're not just like in a, we can call it a neutral state and you approach them wrong. If they're angry, if you try to come in too nice, they're going to bully you off the phone or bully you in person and they're not going to want to talk to you and they're going to step all over you because again, you're not meeting them where they're at, okay? That's number one. Number two is very quickly when you interact with somebody, you need to assess the level, the level and style of words and language that they're using. This one is huge. This is why I can fucking be like a chameleon and hang out with anybody anywhere. You can catch me with different groups of people all the time. And like you look at the group and me and you're like, how the fuck is this dude getting along with them? Some people think that when they see me in different groups. I can hang out with like the rock stars, the hip hop guys, the fucking athletes, the actors, the musicians, right? As just example, artists, anybody. And they're like, what the fuck? Like BC, what are you doing over there? Like you don't belong over there. It doesn't matter. I know their language and I can pick up on it very quickly in their mannerisms and I can be like them. And people miss this. So case in point, somebody's speaking to somebody and the individual they're speaking to uses more simple language. But what, what do people think? They think, well, I need to be smart. I need to use big words. Then they start using more advanced or complex language with that individual that turns them off. And they're like probably thinking, this guy think he's smart, what the fuck? And it's not them basically. People like people that are like them and you have to remember that. This is why mirroring and matching is so effective. But this is more advanced because nobody really talks about this stuff. Listen to the language that they use and you can pick up on it very quickly. Again, if somebody's a little bit more eloquent, you want to meet them at their level. You know, I've done business with uh, lawyers, doctors, people who are considered more affluent. And more often than not, they tend to use more eloquent language and they tend to be a little bit more particular about how they speak. So I make sure to be aware of that when I'm speaking to them and interacting with them as far as my mannerisms, my words and how I carry myself, right? I wanna morph into something that makes them comfortable. It's not about being fake or what they like. It's about, I wanna make this person comfortable because when I communicate, the goal is to win, whatever that is in that situation. If it's to make, make that person your friend, if it's to make the, the client feel comfortable so they move forward in the transaction, whatever it is, that's senior to anything else. 
So if I need to morph into them a little bit to make them comfortable and move forward with less hesitation and it makes the decision easier for them, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay. And anywhere you fall in that spectrum. Now as a rule of thumb in general, you do want to use simpler language because most people use very simple language. I think it's like they said on average, uh, fifth to sixth or seventh grade as far as vocabulary. That's why a lot of my videos and stuff that you see that I put out for free, the language is very simple. There's nothing complicated. You're not hearing me use the words like eloquent and all that other shit. I save that for more advanced stuff. But the general stuff that I put out to the public, because most people are going to speak and want to hear simple language, that's what I use. Okay? And you have to remember that. So tune in to the words, how they structure their sentences, how they speak. Are, are they more of a, we can say, animated speaker? Do they use their hands and body a lot or do they only speak with basically their mouth and they show no emotion everywhere else? You have to pick, you have to pick and choose and really listen, right? Which is number three, if you wanna up it. You have to become an active listener. You hear, be a good listener, right? You hear that? You have to be an active listener, meaning I'm listening to every single thing you're saying and understanding, but actively, right? I'm watching you. Maybe when you speak about a certain subject, your body language changes. Uh, I need to take note of that. I need to be active in my listening and be able to pick up on all these things. Now, in the beginning, that can seem for some people a little bit complex because they don't know what to look for. That's okay. That's why you educate yourself and you learn. But you have to pick up on these things. Subtle movements, right? Maybe I'm speaking about something and I see somebody suddenly do this. Okay. I know I hit something right there. I hit a nerve with something that I said. And I can make that assessment in the moment. Maybe they do that while they're talking. So that would be number three is being an active listener, being a little bit better. Okay. So we have uh, the first one is meet people where they're at. I'm just recapping. So we're on the same page. First one is meeting people where they're at. Number two is being particular about people's language, how they speak. Okay. And then tuning into where they're at. All right. Cool. Let's continue along. As you're doing this, you also want to look, what world does this person come from? Because this is going to go into rule, I can say, or step number four, which is certain people like to be communicated to a certain way. And I'm going to explain this for you so you understand what I'm saying. The first part of that is some people prefer to not speak as much and do text messages. Some people prefer to only do phone calls. Me personally, I don't like fucking texting. I think it's annoying. I'd rather, if you talk to me frequently, we're either on the phone handling stuff or I'm sending voice messages. I hate fucking text messaging. I never liked it, right? And then people, one of the main reasons is because text is just words and people don't understand sarcasm. You can't insert tonality and a lot of people misconstrue text, which is why I don't like doing it, okay? Personally. So how does that person, what world do they come from? Okay, so that's one is how do they like being communicated to? Email, text message, your voice, right? Phone calls. Do they like only in-person meetings? Does that make them feel more comfortable? Okay. Other people also in the mannerisms as far as what world they come from. Some people, as an example, like to just shoot the shit with you. Hey, what's up, fool? How you doing? And that's how they are. They'll cuss with you. They'll be very friend to friend. They don't like being formal. Then you have people who are the opposite, that you have to put on that mask for them and be super proper because that's how they want to conduct themselves in business or meeting with you. And you have to understand that. 
So again, I'm going to look. So as a, an example for you, if I'm going to meet with a lawyer and I start talking to him and I get a feel for who he is, I'm not going to show up to a meeting with a lawyer with fucking flip flops on and shorts and a wife beater and say, what's up, dude, sign this damn thing. I'm not going to do that. He's a fucking lawyer. He's in a suit all the time. So I'm going to match that. Same thing with how I speak, how I present myself, how I walk, how I put together my words, how I shake his hand. It's all going to be in line with that. Then, you know, if I meet with the dude who has a house on the beach and he's always in flip-flops and everything is just real cool, um, you know, and just like, yeah, man, whatever, come over whenever you can. <clears throat> his language with me is very open, anti-business, right? Cusses a lot. Then that's what I'm going to do. Because that's him, that's his world, that's where he comes from, that's what he's accustomed to, and that's what he likes. That's what makes him feel more comfortable. A lot of people sometimes lose sales and friendships and opportunities because of this one point that I'm talking about. They're trying to be the lawyer with the guy who's the surfer. It, it doesn't work that way. Okay? So you have to start pinpointing. It's almost like you're putting pieces together on a puzzle and saying, this person, what puzzle are they? And you start putting all the pieces together, the language, how they walk, how they talk, how they dress and all that stuff. And, and then you can effectively create your strategy. Because when you look at your whole strategy, like me being a real estate agent, there's a lot of steps to the process. And depending on who it is, I'm going to adjust it. So normally as an example, if before meeting with somebody, I send them a package, right? Of all the paperwork. Well, if I'm dealing with somebody who comes from a world of everything being digital, I'm not going to do that. I'm probably going to send them a video series. And if I do send anything, it's going to be email or a website to a, a link to a website for them to see everything because they're digital. They're on their iPad. They're on their computer. That's their world. If I send them a package of papers, they're going to be like, what the fuck is this? Now they might not care. They might not care, but it's those little details that make the difference. Cause then if I'm going up against somebody who isn't paying attention and doesn't know this, they're not going to do that. See, so if I'm accumulating all these extra points with this person, when it comes time to decide between me and the other person, it's not even going to be about who's better on paper anymore at their profession. It's going to be about who they like more, who they trust more, and who they're more comfortable with. And if I'm checking off all these things and I have this advantage over somebody else, guess what? I'm going to get the business. They're going to like me or at the very least, I'm going to raise the likelihood of them choosing me. And that's really all you can focus on. You see, so we've only talked about four or five things at the very surface level. And already you see the type of advantage that it can create for you. And this has been my angle from day one. Yeah, you know, uh, I'd never tell people to get away from the fundamentals and all that. But this type of stuff, this material in particular, fucking fascinates me. This is incredible. Human psychology and, and knowing the details and the mind. And this is why I've studied what I've studied. And I continue to, you know, put out stuff similar to this, right? You know, the, with the podcast, I'm a little bit more open. I normally don't talk about this kind of stuff on my YouTube. I keep that a lot more basic, right? And then for the people that are really close to me and students, we go heavily into this stuff because it's extremely important. But it's always fascinated me. I've obsessed about it and I've learned so much. And I see how little attention people are paying to this stuff. And like what I'm saying isn't rocket science either. It's very simple. I'm just being a little bit creative and piecing it together in a certain way. But when I say obsess, as an example, I would take the first point and say, okay, I'm going to focus this week on meeting people where they're at emotionally, state of mind. 
So immediately when I would in interact with somebody, the moment I would open my mouth and then assess where they're at, I would immediately focus on taking myself to where they're at to improve the likelihood of them continuing to communicate with me and making the communication more comfortable. And then I would do that for a week until it was literally automatic to where, where I met somebody, I just, I, I shifted to that because I reached unconscious competence. Good. That's checked. Let's go on to the next one. Let's start listening and observing language, how they put sentences together, what words they use, <clears throat> the level of language that they use. And I'm going to hone in on that. And immediately, as soon as I hear a couple words or a sentence, jump into their world head on. So in their subconscious mind, they'll think I'm talking to myself here. You see what I'm saying? Now they're not going to logically think that, but I want their subconscious mind to be like, this person's using the same language as me. You know why you want to know a secret when you do that, ladies and gentlemen, when you listen to yourself as an example, and we'll tie it in this way, and then I'll probably wrap up the podcast after this. <clears throat> if you record your voice, let's say you want to do affirmations. Let's say you want to memorize a script for an acting role you're going to do, or you're a salesperson, you want to memorize your scripts. The reason that a lot of people will recommend that you record it with your own voice and play it back to yourself and listen over and over is the most powerful and influential and persuasive and hypnotic voice on the planet is your own to you. Okay. So what I'm doing is that same dynamic I just described to you, I'm kind of hijacking when I do this with someone else in their mind, not to the extent of using their voice because I don't have their voice, but I'm tapping into that circuitry in a sense. So if I can take all these things and make it as similar as possible to them being themselves with themselves, now we're getting somewhere here. This is higher level persuasion and influence. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm literally almost becoming a carbon copy of them, talking to them, interacting with them, selling them, persuading them, influencing them. And this is the key, my friends. This is the ticket. This is what's going to take you to the top. Okay? <clears throat> cool. And remember, this is always coming from the right place because I don't do this to then influence people and persuade them to do dumb shit or for them to hurt themselves. I do it to help them. Okay? Especially with students. This is how a lot of times I'm able to meet with somebody one-on-one -on -one if they have issues and really help them a lot in a short amount of time because I understand these dynamics. And again, this may sound cool to you, but this is literally just the fucking the, the surface. We're literally just scratching the surface. This is nothing. Okay. So with that said, um, I'll end it here. Thank you guys for attending. Um, I have somewhere else to go, so I'm going to end it here. As always, this uh, podcast is sponsored by Team BC. If you need anything real estate, go to teambcsold.com and send us a message. Number two, if you're affiliated in any way, shape, or form with real estate and you want to partner with myself and my team, go to partnerwithteambc.com to check that out. Lastly, Modern Success. If you like topics like this as an example and you want to know more and go 20 levels deeper, then my program is definitely for you because this, among many other topics, is what we explore in depth. Okay? BrianCasella.com. Link in my bio on Instagram. YouTube description. You can find my stuff everywhere. Okay? That's it for this one. Every Monday, every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right? We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.